This is an audio interview of Dr. Al Scardino. Al is going to share about his personal spiritual journey and also about the development of the Biblical Counseling Ministry at First Baptist Church of Atlanta, Georgia. Al, would you tell us about God's leading in your life? My first exposure to the exchange life was through Dr. Solomon indirectly. Uh, He was in Denver at the time with the Grace Ministries, as you know. And uh, I was um, uh, superintendent of uh, Christian schools in um, Greeley, Colorado. And we had an elementary, uh, junior high, and high school there. It's Day Spring Christian Schools. And uh, so that was my my base, my ministry at the time. Uh, It just, uh, like so many people in marriage, good Christians sometimes, you have problems. And we did, surely. And I think as I look back on it now, I think the Lord was really prompting us and pushing us a little bit. But we were having some marital problems. And uh, uh, the first thing I did was to call Grace Ministries in Denver. And uh, they said that uh, they didn't have, they, they wouldn't have an opening for three months. And I said, I can't wait that long. So they gave me the number of this lady in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, Barb Kaufman, that had learned under Dr. Solomon. And she said the same thing to us. Said, "Well, I have a, a moment, have an opening for about three months." And then she said, "But if I do have, I'll call you." Well, the next day she called us, and she could see us just one time a month. It was an amazing thing how much we learned in that period with the month span in between our meetings. This is Barb Kaufman, just quite a quite a lady. I don't think she's alive anymore, but I learned the exchange life through her. And one significant thing was that she had given us tapes by Dr. Stanley, Charles Stanley. And in the 80s, I don't know if you know this, but during the 80s, he preached almost exclusively on the exchange life. All of his sermons that I heard were bent that way. And uh, we started listening to him. We went out and bought... uh, Cable, you couldn't get him on the regular TV, but we got cable and we would have a room full of people on Sunday evening listening wow. to his sermon and watching. And uh, I learned so much through him and through Barb, and I thought I'd really gotten a pretty good background. And uh, we, we we were it was just a, like a, we started supporting in touch, and not to a great degree, but we to the, the of our ability, we were, we were in, uh, supporting in touch, and we got a letter one day from Dr. Stanley. Anyway, we were invited to uh, come here in uh, uh, Atlanta for four days with Dr. Stanley and the In Touch staff, and uh, we did that. And for four days, he 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 just filled. That's it was an amazing, wonderful thing an experience for us and while I was here I made an appointment came in and interviewed for a position in the counseling center and uh, they they listened to me the Bob McCon and the I forget the name of the man that was a business manager of the church at the time they listened to me and then said well if you 
decide to move to Atlanta, come see us and we'll let you volunteer to do some counseling. I said, thank you, but no thank you, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, I left and later, very shortly after that, after we went back to uh, Colorado, I had an invitation to go to uh, Grace Ministries in uh, Tampa Bay. And uh, we went there for four months, actually. I went through the internship, and I can't tell you what an impact that made on my life. It was all focused, as you know, on these truths. And uh, uh, so we we spent four months there and went back to Colorado, tried to raise our support, and we couldn't. And uh, eventually, to make a long story short, I had a call from In Touch, uh, talk to, talking to me about coming on staff there. Going, and I don't know how they got my name, I guess from that incident before. And uh, it, it make it real short, uh, I eventually went to work for In Touch as the direct, director of their counseling program. That lasted for two months, and then they, the the, the uh, director of In Touch suggested that I talked to the people at, at the church about counseling. They, they had a counseling position open. As it turned out, it's the one that was open a year before with, uh, that I, they wouldn't hire me for. And eventually, I, I, well, I, 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 I said, thank you, but no thank you, and then told my wife about it. And she says, you mean God would open a door like that, and you won't even look through and see what's on the other side? I said, oh. <laughs> And so, so uh, I did. I, I called them and uh, set up an interview, and they didn't even remember me. That's what how big an impression I made on them. But uh, because of the fact that I had gone through the internship in, in uh, Clearwater, Florida, actually, we I had gone to that through that internship. They just thought I was the greatest thing since popcorn, you know, and uh, and I, I was offered a position and took it, and uh, it was just amazing how God worked. And when yeah. when you um, when you and Shirley went for for counseling in Colorado, what year was that? Uh, it must have been about 1980, thereabouts. Okay, and it was around 1980 that that my mentor and coworker um, Chuck Solomon. And Grace Fellowship had a conference at First Baptist Atlanta that I hear God used in Charles' life and in Andy's life. So we rejoice in that. And we have uh, some sermons also by Dr. Stanley that are so inspirational and helpful. Um, And then the the four days visit there at In Touch, then uh, the Florida internship, which uh, I'm sure really deepened the message and the methodology in your life, didn't it? In terms of uh, that, it was like putting the cream on the. On the mm-hmm. on the cake, you know, it was just uh, just mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, I thought I understood it, and I, mm-hmm. I think I did have a fairly good knowledge of it. But uh, when I went through that internship, it just really hit home to me. And God spoke That's like nice. I've never been spoken to before. So the Lord leads you back um, to In Touch Ministries, and uh, and then the door opens at First Baptist Atlanta. Uh, Robert McCann, who also right. had training with us and, and uh, eventually ended up at Luther Rice for a while, uh, right. is with you. And so how how did the ministry unfold from there? Well, I, I, I started my doctorate in, uh, when I was 59 years old, actually, my second year in touch. And uh, that was part of the process of getting me into this position. But Dr. McCann 
decided to go into practice for himself. And Doc Stanley called me, and uh, he wanted to know if I would be willing. He said, are you willing to emphasize the well, first of all, did you train pe- these people for the uh, lay counseling program? And I said, yes, I did. I said, Bob helped. And uh, the two of us talked together. He said, well, he said, if you would emphasize this in your, in, in your program, I'd like to, for you to be the director. So he, put, he appointed me at that moment as the director of the counseling mm-hmm. center. Okay. And it was really because of lay counseling. And I think that's one of the places we're leading today. But... It was just an awesome experience. Excellent. And what year was that, Al? The first class was in 1988. I got there at In Touch in April, and I was there for two months before I went over, moved over to the church. And it was the next year that I became director. But while I was I was working under under Bob McCann, uh, the way this all came about is I, I went to a a meeting with him was uh, with the uh, director of uh, of uh, discipleship evangelism, Jack Stiles, and Dr. Stanley was there, and a couple of other people. And there were the subject was peer counseling, and Jack wanted to start a program uh, that would fall somewhere in between invitational counseling and what we were doing in the counseling center and wanted to know if we would train these people. He had 36 people, volunteers at the time, and would we train them? And Bob mm-hmm. went on the way back. He says, uh, would you do this? I says, well, uh, if you do it with me. <laughs> you know, the two of us did it mm-hmm. together. Uh, we we did two months of training with that first class, uh, and I taught on the principles of the exchange life. And But my goal was that they not only would understand these principles, but walk in them. This was the key right. to the whole program, actually. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, Bob then taught on listening and counseling skills. And so they had two months of training. And uh, we mm-hmm. cut them loose. I mean, well, first of all, this is the wonderful thing, is when, when we first put, set this up for Jack, he found out they couldn't handle it because people were coming in with very serious problems. They weren't expecting that. They were looking for somebody to walk side by side with people and encourage them. And all these major problems were coming in that they couldn't handle. And then they asked us to take the program over from him. And then Bob, I hope this isn't confusing you, but Bob then asked me to take the program over. And I said, Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would do it. Of course, I've, uh, I was anxious to. I've really gotten a, a feel for it. Well, I'm so glad that uh, the Lord led him to check uh, with Dr. Stanley and Bob and you uh, for the training. Um, I remember when I first met you, Al, was uh, at the downtown campus of First Baptist Atlanta. My uh, family attended the church there for a number of years. My dad was a deacon uh, with Charles Stanley. And um Dr. Solomon pointed me to you to to meet you, and uh, you were so gracious to welcome me and share a bit of your testimony then. Then, of course, uh, we met years later at the um, the campus uh, there um, in North Atlanta, and you invited me to attend a uh, banquet, one of the graduation banquets of a group of uh, lay counselors that had just finished their training. And so I just rejoiced to see how God uh, was multiplying and using the lay counseling ministry there 
Well, yes, what sir. happens is Jack took it over first and was trying to run it, the program out of his office, and it was overwhelming, and they couldn't handle it. They, they were using classrooms for counseling in the student center, and it wasn't a proper setting for it, for one thing. And the other thing is it was they were getting stuff they couldn't handle. And so that's when they, they, Jack came back and asked us if we'd take it over. And uh, then Bob asked me to take it, and I did. And so I was faced with doing this, but I had actually one day a week that I could work with it in the beginning. And so I was mm -hmm. faced with this thing, and, and I felt it was kind of overwhelming with the amount of time I had. But my wife stepped in and volunteered, and she did a terrific job of setting up the office, the reception office, and she had a, a great knack for matching up people with with the lay counselor. And, you, you know, these people are at home. They're not at work like we were and always on hand if somebody came in. They had to be brought in. And so it was quite a process to meet up, match up people and get the right person to do that. And uh, mm -hmm. Shirley set all the, uh, the procedures up and what have you in the office, and it was just just started to run very smoothly. And with the, actually, they had just a very basic teaching. And it's amazing to me how the Holy Spirit worked through those people. One of them is still actively counseling after all this time. He, he's a, That's wonderful. a millionaire, actually. And uh, he volunteers his time counseling, and he still does. And that's been, he was in the original class in, in uh, 1988, and just amazing. And so uh, we were seeing people get set free with with these people counseling. And it just really, when you think about it, it doesn't make sense, you know, un until you understand that it's the Holy Spirit working and working in big right. time. So and it's I, not I, only it's not only a ministry; it's a it's a relationship to be shared. So as these folks. Uh, experienced Christ as their life, and were just open to the Holy Spirit, uh, the Lord used them, didn't he? Yes, big time, big time. And, and uh, well, what, since then, uh, obviously, the, the program developed uh, greatly at, at, over the years. I retired at, I'm, 80, I'm pushing 88 now, and I retired when I was 80, or I should say this, Dr. Stanley retired me. <laughs> He's okay. always said... There's no such thing as retirement. I had a heart attack, and he didn't, he didn't think I'd be strong enough to handle it, and so he retired me. And anyway, you know, it just uh, until that time, I was still involved with it all. Uh, one of the things that I had a skill for was picking the right people for the staff, on my staff. I went after people that were smarter than I was, and I had a terrific counseling staff. And each one of these people started contributing into the program, the lay counseling program. And at this moment, uh, the only program they have at First Baptist is lay counseling. They got rid of most of the staff, and there are only two people on the staff being paid. And everybody else is a lay counselor and very busy from what I understand. So this thing over when the years has, has grown. I have a copy of uh, the last paper manual, lay counseling manual, training manual. I have one. I'm just looking at it right now. That It's about 
oh, maybe two and a half inches thick. And that's the training manual. These people at First Baptist are getting training. That's a, I would I, I think it's a, equivalent to what I got at Notre Dame. I went I got I did my counseling masters at Notre Dame. And uh it, I I didn't come out with as much knowledge as these people are. And but, but and you wouldn't have had reason, and you wouldn't have had the the Christ-centered uh, exchange life message to to share at that point either, would you? Um, now, when you you mentioned when you the Lord guided you as you built your your staff your your team there in the counseling department, uh, mm-hmm. at the largest point, how many did you have on your team in terms of staff counselors? At, at its maximum, I had uh, six counselors and myself. And, and they uh, would be taking. Would you say they would be taking the the tough cases or the ones that that uh, wanted to have, if possible, uh, a staff member? But they also were part of the equipping and training of the lay uh, counseling ministry, also. Yes, yes. And what I did is I got each one of them involved in it on different levels, and uh, they the manual that I have that is put put together more by my staff than by me. And uh, I, I supervised this with their writings and teaching and what have you, and did my part of it. But uh, we all took part in it. You gave us a copy of that notebook. There's a wealth of wisdom in there. It is. It really is. And I'm, I'm saying that because I didn't write it all. I wrote very little of it, as a matter of fact. It, it turned. I'm, I'll give you an example. Ann Tripp. Uh, Ann was a volunteer when I first moved into the counseling center. And she was the one that contributed, I, I would say, the most. She got her master's in counseling from... Um, yeah, Georgia State. Yeah. Yeah. She And, you got, and she was licensed. And so one day I asked her, I said, you know, I've been trying to find a, a, a marriage manual based on the exchange life, and I don't think that, that it exists. I said, why don't you write one? And she did. And out of that, she wrote a book, another book that she has published, and I think a couple of books since then, all based mm-hmm. on the exchange life coming out of that program. And They're wonderful uh, resources, yeah. Yeah, and was just amazing. And uh, what she, you know, what she was capable of, she didn't know she was that capable. And uh, mm. all of these people had something to contribute. And like I say, some people are afraid to hire people that are smarter than them. <laughs> I've seen people like that, but I, I'll tell you, it made me look good. Okay. The Lord is glorified too when when there's that kind of uh, teamwork and and mutual. Uh, edification and servanthood so it's not about a pecking order it's about equipping and and uh, uh empowering people to use their spiritual gifts so i think the lord really blessed that attitude that you had of uh giving absolutely. people an opportunity and, and developing them mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely and it's just amazing how he worked and each had something different to offer so we were re- really blessed by the different personalities and and the, the, the different approaches and what have you and the program, like I said, is still going. They let go of all the staff but two. And one is in charge of that I had appointed in this position before I left uh, that uh, is in charge of the lay counseling training and supervision. Now, what, one of the things that I've discovered that I'm sure you know, but it might be good to just mention, is that it's one thing to understand the principles of the cross, the exchange life, but it's another thing to walk in them. 
all together. And my, uh, what I discovered was you, a person might teach well, but it's not going to come across unless they're walking in it themselves. And I, I saw that over and over in my ministry, that, that people that were counseling, one of our major goals was that they walk in the truth. Then they presented it to other people. And uh, it was amazing, the impact. And I, I, I would imagine it's still happening. So God really knows what he's doing. But it's, I think this happens so long and often in ministry uh, where a pastor might be very intelligent and very erudite in the way he speaks, you know. And But if he's not coming out of his relationship with Christ, he is not going to make an impression and change people's mm-hmm. lives. And this is what happened there. I saw happening there that this interaction between the counselor and and the uh, client uh, became a spiritual exercise. And uh, mm. as you know, you, we taught them to walk in their identity in Christ and walk as Christ mm. walked. We had like a laborat- almost a laboratory, a ministry laboratory of seeing how when people did abide in Christ at a personal level and and were used of God, I'm sure they would pray and yield to him to say, Lord, use me to help this person who is who is in a crisis or in need. Then uh, the Lord ministered through them, and the uh, the discipler would get blessed, the counselee would get blessed, and everyone would be growing. It's amazing what God can do. 